Welcome in, Jags Drive Time. A look inside TIAA Bank Field on a foggy, kind of light and misty morning in Jacksonville. It's week 10. The Jags are headed to Lambeau Field in Green Bay and welcome in. There are a few truths in an uncertain world, but here's one. I am not Ashlyn Sullivan. I'm J.P. Shadrick in for Ashlyn today. She'll be back with you uh, next week. Brian Sexton, John Osier with us as well. And we start off the show every week with coffee with the coach. Head coach Doug Marone joining us from his office at TIAA Bank Field. Good morning. I feel like we just spoke a few hours ago on the Doug Marone Show. Good to be with you again. Good to have you with us this morning. Um, Got to shake off the mystique pretty quick in this game. The Green Bay Packers come out of the tunnel on Sunday in Week 10. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great challenge. Obviously, they're playing extremely well. They're a heck of a football team led by Aaron Rodgers, and uh, he's having a career year, and we all know, you know, he's basically a Hall of Fame-type quarterback. So, um, you know, our guys have had a good week. We're, you know, we're excited. We're looking forward to the challenge. Um, you know, we got, you know, Jake Luton making his second start. Um, see, you know, see what, you know, steps he can take. And, um, you know, we'll have to, you know, and defensively, they give you challenges too. Uh, they got a couple of good rushers. Um, they got a really good third down package, which will, will be the key for us. They'll, they'll try to confuse Jake in those situations. And, um, and then we just got to make sure we get ourselves into the right play. Hey, Coach, I know you said earlier this week that you put this kind of thing away early or well before the game. But you also mentioned that you have some Lombardi memorabilia. Uh, is there a favorite piece you have? And what does it mean yeah. to coach on that field, to be on that field as a guy who appreciates the history of the game? Well, I, I try to tend as far as my collecting, uh, more for I'm more home roots. You know what I mean? So, you know, my Lombardi stuff is more Fordham. Um, you know, I have a bunch of uh, Fordham uh, game plans. I have the original picture or, or original picture of the seven blocks of granite. I have uh, signatures of all the uh, participants of it. Uh, don't really have the the Green Bay stuff outside of uh, a couple of books that Coach Lombardi had had written. And you know, I was fortunate to play with, uh, or excuse me, coach with in uh, New Orleans his uh, his uh, grandson. So um, I was uh, I was, or excuse me, nephew nephew. I think it was. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, Joe Lombardi. But uh, I do have some memories and just just, you know, the, just the Packers and the, and the players, you know, that have played for them and you know, in the early days. And, you know, um, obviously, you know, being an offensive lineman, um, reading Kramer's book was a big thing growing up. So, um, you know, you get a lot of those memories and you go in there and you look at it, and you kind of take it in and then you move forward and get ready to play a game. I wonder, Coach, how many people would remember, probably not many, that um, Lombardi was the offensive coordinator on those great Giants teams of the 50s, and that a guy um, down the road who really coached in Dallas <laughs> was yeah, the, uh, the Tom Landry, the defensive coordinator. What a staff. Um, yeah. And my I question think, to you. Still, go ahead. I was saying, see, I think you, you ahead, still see that today. You know what I'm saying? You still see that today where – you know, you get a lot of talent on a staff and that talent gets picked and they become head coaches and, and you have these, these types of trees that, that people call them that, that go on. 
Um, but you can see that when those guys were together, um, you know, they, that they, they you know, they're going to have, you know, great success. You put, you know, good coaches or great coaches with, um, you know, really great players and, you know, great things happen. You know, I'm wondering in all of your experience in this game, you know, the odds makers in Vegas say you're a 14 point underdog and people around the league don't even think when they just pick the Packers, they don't think the Jaguars have much of a chance with the rookie quarterback at Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers. And I'm just wondering from your experience, how often is that actually the truth that one team can't compete with the other, as some people would seem to think is the case this week? I would say on paper, uh, that's probably truthful quite a bit on paper. You know, when you look at things on paper and people are evaluating and you look at the analytics and you look at things like that. But, you know, I was with, you know, Herm Edwards in New York and the famous, you know, you play to win the game. Um, you know, anything can happen on Sunday in this league. You know, the momentum can shift. Uh, weather's an issue. Um, you know, there's just so many factors that come into it. But, you know, like you said, I mean, I, I've been, you know, um, Part of this, I was telling someone a story today. Um, my junior year in college, we played Nebraska. They were ranked number one. They, they were, I think, 38 and a half or 40 point favorites. And, you know, we beat them, you know, 17 to three. So, um, and that's why you play the game. I mean, you go out there and you play. I mean, you know, we see upsets, uh, not all the time, but quite a bit. And, um, you know, for us, we don't, we don't look at, you know, the players and the coaches, we don't really look at the percentages or Vegas or whatever goes on. You know, we look at it, a good team. We have a challenge, and we feel that we can execute our plan, which gives us a great chance to win. Nebraska game. I remember being stunned at the result growing up in the Midwest. That's a great example, Coach. Thanks. You're welcome. Coach, ahead, I know John. you talked some about Jake Luton and his uh, ability to sort of handle this and professional, but you keep on kind of saying, he doesn't want any BS. He just wants information is sort of what you've said about him a couple of times. Uh, what does that say about him? And I guess through uh, two weeks of working with him, what are your overall impressions? I just think that says just the, the type of focus that he has, you know, um, the type of uh, approach that he takes, <clears throat> uh, the professionalism, uh, you know what I'm saying, of the player, uh, knowing that, you know, he can do a lot of things and, and, and has done some good things in practice and you know is really making you know making strides but you know you can say that and you know we can talk about it all week but it always comes down to Sunday you know what you do on Sunday and you know he's you know not as he's going against the coordinator he's going against players you know I mean you know everything from a defensive standpoint is always driven to you know make sure you can get into the head or stop the quarterback so you know, you've got to be very strong. You got to be laser-like focused, and you got to be able to make quick decisions. And um, you know, sometimes those decisions don't work well, and you have to come back from it. So, I, I think again, as Jake, you know, continues to get this this playing time, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he just, you know, keeps, you know, taking the next step towards, um, you know, being a solid quarterback. Doug, have a great Friday. Have a great weekend, and let's go play well and get a W up in Green Bay this week. Great. Thank you, JP. Brian and John, I appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Head coach Thanks, Doug Marone with us. Coffee with the coach. We're back in a moment. We've got plenty ahead of game preview coming up. We've got he will, he won't, he might. But first, let's recognize our frontline worker of the week presented by Farah and Farah. Sarah Laconte is our Farah and Farah frontline worker of the week. 
Sarah works at UF Health Jacksonville in the emergency and operating rooms as a radiologic technologist. UF Health Jacksonville is our area's only level one trauma center. Sarah is often exposed to a wide range of patients, but during the COVID-19 pandemic, chest x-rays increased dramatically as a way of diagnosing the illness in patients. The scope and intensity of the job ramped up quickly and Sarah met the challenge with the support and by supporting the entire team at UF Health. Sarah worked without fear despite the threat to her own health and balanced the needs of co-workers and her own family. The Jacksonville Jaguars and Farah and Farah are proud to recognize Sarah LaConte as this week's Frontline Worker of the Week. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity pinpoint the official signage partner of the jacksonville jaguars helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand your company's identification advertising and even the words you use make an impression on your clients with pinpoint as your coach you can make sure it's a good impression pinpoint provides a creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand from custom signage to complete marketing solutions step up your game with pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients visit experiencepinpoint.com the wait for the holidays is over america it's time to make some joy and we're here to help with the ford built for the holidays sales event we're offering the best deals of the season across the ford lineup so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a ford expedition Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Jack's Drive Time is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. By Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Welcome back, Jags Drive Time on a Friday morning. A look inside TIAA Bank Field as the Jaguars will hit the road this week to face the Green Bay Packers. Farah and Farah reminds you to continue to wear a mask, help pre prevent the spread of COVID 19. Farah and Farah protecting you and your family. Since 1979. J.P. Shadrick in for Ashlyn Sullivan, Brian Sexton, and John Osier from our home studios. And I must apologize, guys. Friday morning in St. Nicholas is yard work day on this street. So there's lawnmowers and blowers and weed eaters out here. And I, if it bleeds over, hey, it's Friday in St. Nicholas. You got somebody really tending to your finely manicured lawn out there? You got them out there with the <laughs> it, snippers making sure everything's clear? It ain't mine. It's everybody else on the street gets it done on Friday, and it's right outside the window. But, hey, we're going to work through it. That's how it goes uh, here on Jags Tribe Time. Let's get to our game preview presented by Simply IOA and uh, three key points for this game on Sunday. Here they are. Help Jake Luton 
get Aaron Rodgers, and pound James Robinson. Let's start with the helping Jake Luton part. What does this mean? Well, from my perspective, JP, it means guys catching the ball, right? There were a couple of instances last week where Chris Conley and DJ Chark, I think there was one where Tyler Eifert you know, didn't pull it in. And not that it was all on those. The ball may not have been exactly precise. But look, when the ball comes your way, catch it, right? Convert, move the chains, keep things moving along. Don't put him in situations where it's third and 12. And I guess for that matter, um, you know, don't hold, right? I mean, do things that will help him keep the drive functioning without having to be Aaron Rodgers himself. In other words, a guy who can overcome any down and distance situation, any penalties, anything that goes on in the field. Just make it simple, kind of paint by numbers for the rookie. And I'm not trying to minimize his intellect. I think he's a tremendous young man. Um, but make it easy on him. How about next, John? Get Aaron Rodgers. This seems, you know, yes, get Aaron Rodgers. Get to him. But it hasn't been that easy for the Jaguars' defense this year. And if you don't, Aaron Rodgers will get you. Well, it's not easy for anybody. And the easiest part of this is what you and Sexton did with typing in get Aaron Rodgers. Because everybody says it. And every defense wants to do it. And very few defenses actually do it. I'm being facetious there, but... There's that, you know, we saw it in 2016 when the Gus Bradley, uh, Todd Wash approach was to sort of try to contain him and not let him outside the pocket and sort of have that delayed rush, if you will. Well, Todd Wash was asked a lot this week about do you blitz him or not blitz him? Well, it's great to blitz him because as Todd Wash said, his rating is slightly lower. But if you blitz him, what happens is what happened last week against the Texans where you get beat down the field and Aaron Rodgers can really do that. So. You know, it's really a question without a great answer. It's, it's philosophical. It's a quandary, Brian. Well, let me, give you, let me give you a good example in Jaguars history, and that was when the Jaguars went to play the Patriots in 2007. Remember, that was the undefeated Patriots team. They played them uh, in uh, the divisional round of the playoffs, and it was, you know, pick your poison with Tom Brady, who at that moment was at his absolute pinnacle as a quarterback in professional football. And I remember Mike Smith, who was the defensive coordinator at the time, saying, look, we're going to keep everything in front of us, kind of like Todd Wash said yesterday, and we're going to make them earn every yard. They're going to contest every throw and every block and every rushing attempt. And all Brady did that day was go 26 of 28, right? They thought they'd just, you know, keep him going, keep him going, and see if you could take advantage of an opportunity. Well, it, it, it never happened, right? And it's the same thing with this guy up here. I'm not suggesting that the game plan's wrong, but he's got to make a mistake for you to be able to take advantage of it. You don't force these guys into mistakes. Final part of the game preview, of course, pound James Robinson. This is fairly self-explanatory. Run the football. The conditions could be a little crazy. 43 degrees, rain in the forecast, and winds whipping around Lambeau Field. Now, this could be a James Robinson type of day. John, on, on Wednesday, we called this a... a uh, the, the spirit animal should be the turtle. Slow it down, run the ball, stay on the field as long as you can, and minimize some possessions. It's easier said than done, but, hey, Robinson could be his day today, uh, on Sunday, John. Yeah, I'll credit Bucky Brooks with the spirit turtle or whatever it was because I, <laughs> I'm not sure I really go that overboard because I believe in this offense especially, if James Robinson's going to run, 
Jake Luton has to help him out by opening things up. I don't think you can come out and play three yards in a cloud of dust and expect to just go up and down the field on Green Bay, even though their weakness is run defense. So, I, uh, yes, James Robinson needs to be effective, but Jake Luton needs to open things up for Robinson to be effective. All that said, rain, cold, rain would help the Jaguars this week because any, any sort of weather against a superior quarterback, even one playing at home, doesn't hurt the underdog team. We'll see if they can uh, get something going in the running game when, uh, when it was open last week because of that early deep ball and he got 99 yards on 25 touches a week ago. Plenty ahead on Jags Drive Time. We're back in a moment with he will, he won't, he might. I think this will be my first time playing this game. I can't wait. It's Jags Drive Time on the Jaguars Digital Network. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Why do you choose Farah and Farah? First, we have the financial resources to take on any insurance company. And our track record proves that we know how to win. Our attorneys and staff are a team, and we've worked together for decades. To us, our job is much more than just a paycheck. We love to help. And this is important. We never forget. It's not about us. It's all about you. Farah and Farah, Jacksonville. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Jack's Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill. Everyone's invited. And at Deco. Visit adecousa.com. Jack's Drive Time rolls along on a Friday morning. The Jags are headed to Green Bay to face the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field this week. The Jags will be back home next week. Game day just around the corner. We can't wait to be Duval together again. The Jags are taking every precaution to keep fans safe at the bank this year. From cashless concessions to contactless entry, visit jaguars.com stadium to learn more ahead of next week's game against the Steelers. The undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers are coming to town, at least going into week 10, they're undefeated. Welcome back, J.P. Shadrick in for Ashlyn Sullivan, Brian Sexton, John Osier. And it is time, finally, I get to play He Will, He Won't, He Might. Brian, get us started. All right, here we go. You're going to love this game, JP, because I don't think you can be wrong. Uh, but it, nevertheless, I'll do my best. So we'll go with Jake Luton, and he will impress for the second consecutive week. Uh, the thing that, that 
I was so impressed with, besides the size and the arm, was how calm he was. Uh, never looked nervous in the pocket. Remember, he, he never saw a snap in August in a preseason game to get him ready. Sixth round pick. Very, very calm, and I think this gives him a chance to be able to handle anything that the opponent throws at him. I think he will impress us and a broader audience for a second consecutive week. Uh, he won't turn the ball over, and I know he did last week, and he nearly did a couple of times, and I know it seems ridiculous to suggest that a rookie quarterback won't turn the ball over against a defense that has a, uh, a plus four rating. However, if you go back to the early weeks of the season, I think Jay Gruden does an exceptional job at identifying his quarterback's strengths. And he was in a rhythm early in week one and week two with Gardner Minshew of calling plays that worked, that worked for his quarterback, that fit that quarterback personality. And I think that that's exactly the way that Gruden's going to go with this thing and keep it simple and play to his quarterback's strengths. Um, he might make a game of it again. You know, I mean, another 14-point underdogs. But I think if he can come out and put them on the board early and they can stick with the running game, they can play that spirit turtle thing that you guys were talking about. Um, <laughs> it's a long shot, I know. But uh, if I've got he will and he won't write, then maybe I've got he might write also. You might have you might write. Uh, John, yeah, go might, for it. Right. Uh, I went with C.J. Henderson, and I've kind of been talking about him a lot this week, but uh, it's 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 a it's a key time for him. I think eight games in and hadn't been playing uh, great at times. He will continue to be a focal point of Jaguars fans until he plays better. He, he he's really had one good game, week one, and I don't know that he has played as poorly as observers believe, but at the cornerback position. If you have a few plays that stand out, boy, they really stand out. And they stood out last week against the uh, against the Houston Texans. So he's going to be a focal point. Um, he won't get a break. You know, it, Aaron Rodgers isn't dumb, guys. He looks at film. He sees a rookie struggling. He sees Devontae Adams on his own team. So T.J. Henderson is going to get tested again. In the NFL, you get tested at that position until you make them not test you. But he might be being given up on a little bit too soon by a lot of Jaguars fans. I get a lot of emails during the week. You know, JP, I get some emails during the week. Um, people are really down on him because they see the high-profile play. This kid has a lot of talent. He's a rookie. He got no offseason. I'm not saying he's playing great so far. I am saying it's too easy to give up on him. And he might, since he's getting tested, might get his second pick this week. So we'll see if that happens. All right, uh, you've got Luton, Brian, Henderson for John. I'm going to go with James Robinson, the spirit turtle animal terrapin thing that we've talked about. Uh, he will be the focal point of the offense. And John, I know that you they, they want to be balanced and they want to get a couple of shots early. But if they do that, and if conditions are what we think they might be in Green Bay, I think they turn around and hand it to him with that offensive line now healthy and ready to run block up front against uh, this Packers defense. That's probably the best course of action. So I think he will be the focal point of the offense once this game kind of settles in, at least early in Green Bay. Uh, he won't have an 80-yard touchdown run. That's not him. He's not a home run hitter. You know, he's a, as Terry Robisky said to me earlier in the season, 
you know, James, get your four, what we need, and then get what you need after that. Well, his ESPN play type things are between four and 15 yards. That's really where he lives. He doesn't have that big breakaway speed, so he won't go for an 80-yard score. But he might carry it 30 times, and he might be in line to be a candidate for Rookie of the Year in the NFL. If he continues at this pace, uh, he also might get paid a lot of money out of the bonus pool at the end of the year. Did I play this game well? I don't know. That, that, that's yes. a lot of mites. No, no, you played it perfectly because the idea is to share your opinion. And uh, oh. nicely done, JP. Uh, feel free to come back any Friday and throw a he will. We call it he three. He will, he won't, he might. Oh, all right. He three is you in. You might it's not in the get books. asked back. <laughs> I just back. did. I just asked him back. He did get invited back. He won't be denied the chance to compete again. And he might have won this round. Congratulations, JP. We'll find out next week. We will. We're back with more. One, well, we might. Uh, back with pick one and pick it. We'll go around the NFL when we come back. It's Jags Drive Time on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity the wait for the holidays is over america it's time to make some joy and we're here to help with the ford built for the holidays sales event we're offering the best deals of the season across the ford lineup so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a ford expedition bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built ford tough f-150 and find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local ford dealer the joy is up to you america so let's get to it ford built for the holidays. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com slash care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Welcome back. Don't ask. Drive okay, time. Don't ask. <laughs> it's time for pick one and pick it. If you don't know by the music, and this is our down the stretch we come segment on Jags Drive Time. Uh, all right, so we, we look around the National Football League and we pick a game and we pick the game. Brian, start yeah. us off. So uh, I'm first this week because I was first last week. Uh, I, I picked Buffalo to beat Seattle. I loved the matchup last week of the traditional prototype quarterback in Josh Allen and the new prototype in Russell Wilson. And what a great game that was. So I'm sticking with Buffalo this week. And it's another one of those 
traditional versus new uh, because you've got Kyler Murray, who I read this week is the first quarterback on track for a 4,000-yard passing season and a 1,000-yard rushing season. The guy is tremendous. I'm going to stick with Allen. I think he's got something going there. Uh, the, the key is just the chemistry on this football team that I watch it. And the chemistry spilled over from the stands. I don't know whether you guys saw the story this week about, you know, Josh Allen's grandmother. I'm sure you did. And uh, the Bills Mafia, you know, donating in $17 increments. More than 16,000 people donated $17, which is the number that Allen wears. Anyway, a couple hundred grand uh, to the Children's Hospital there in Buffalo. I just, there's something about this Buffalo team. You guys have been around great teams before. You know there's that thing you just can't put your finger on. Well, there's that and a quarterback who's playing at a very high level. So I'm going to go with the Bills on the road for the win. Yeah, the uh, Cardinals lost to the Dolphins last week in another great matchup of young quarterbacks as well. John, who do you have this week? Well, I went with Chargers, Dolphins. It, it's a matchup of uh, rookie quarterbacks, guys who could have been picked by the other team that they're on. And I, I'm always intrigued by teams as they sort of start to flex their muscles and come into their own. The Dolphins feel like they're that sort of team. They're back in it. When you mention the Dolphins now, people you know, you know, kind of whisper on the side, hey, they're playing pretty well. The Chargers, though, everybody knows they've lost pretty much all their games at the last minute. They're dangerous. If the Dolphins win this, all of a sudden they step into that elite and it becomes hard to imagine them not making the playoff. If they don't, then all of a sudden they're up against it and they're, you know, they're on the fringe. It's a huge game for Miami. Chargers are going to win it. All right, that's a good, good football game. Good uh, young quarterbacks in that one. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots. And you might say to yourself, self, JP, you're crazy. This is a blowout. Well, no, the Ravens are six and two. And yes, they can run the football. Lamar Jackson there. They got uh, a couple other backs that have stepped in. J.K. Dobbins had a 100-yard game a couple weeks ago. Mark Ingram's been out. He's back in the practice field this week coming off an ankle injury. Um, New England, you know, three and five, 31st against the run on defense. The Ravens run the ball. Uh, Ravens are a seven-point road favorite, but we always know the Patriots find a way to keep it close and Bill Belichick takes away things you do well. Now, he's going to have to do a lot to take away this running game of the Ravens, but outside of that, there have been some issues in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson running that offense has not been totally efficient. He said this week on an interview that at the line, other defenses are calling out plays before they happen. Well, they've got to figure that out somehow to really get back among the elite. It doesn't feel like they're with the Kansas Cities of the AFC, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the moment. Uh, a win like this over New England could go ahead and knock New England out of things and put them maybe closer back to that. I think this is closer than the experts think. It's a seven-point spread going in for entertainment purposes only. But I think the Ravens do get it done 28-24 over the Patriots. Hey, just for fun, um, who do the Jets play this week? The Jets play the standby. Hang on. The Jets play oh, uh, the bye week, so they will win. All right. The bye All week. right. I think just for fun, uh, JP, you should show up on Fridays and give us a preview of the Jets game. Everybody's interested all of a sudden. <laughs> Guess what? 
they're going to lose. <laughs> There's the preview. <laughs> Just play that back every week. Yeah. Even Just this roll week. roll it back every week. Right. They're, they might lose the bye. Yeah, they have at the Chargers and then the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Seahawks. Yeah, it's, it's not an easy road at all. Not an easy road for the Jets. So there you have it. Pick one and pick it is in. The Jags and the Packers coming up Sunday, 1 o'clock at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Appreciate it, guys. Brian Sexton, John Osier. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you guys again soon.